Okay. We were learning Derech Ha'etz Hayim. I told you Derech Ha'etz Hayim is written by the Ramchal, the author of Mesilat Yesharim. In this book, Derech Ha'etz Hayim, we started the first few lines. We spoke about how wisdom isn't running after a person. I don't know if you remember how we explained that. We explained that there's no natural hunger created when a person is lacking wisdom, which is a miracle that Hashem made. When a person is hungry for food, they feel it. When a person is thirsty, they feel it. But when a person is hungry for wisdom, which is more important than anything there is in this world, Hashem made it that a person will not feel hungry. A person could feel actually fine. He can feel full. Even though they're starving with from the wisdom. That's the way Hashem made the world. That wisdom doesn't run after you. Meaning, you're not going to be demanded to have wisdom. You could live your whole life without learning wisdom. And you wouldn't think you're missing a thing. He says a person in that type of mindset that's lacking wisdom, he lives in darkness without even realizing. That's the key. Which means to live in darkness, it's only a matter of time before you realize that you need some light. But if you live in darkness without knowing you're in darkness, then there's no solution. There's no help. Because you feel you have it all. Most people that you'll meet anywhere will not feel that they're lacking any kind of chokhmah, of wisdom. Whatever they need to know, they feel they already know. Well, I don't feel I'm lacking, I don't feel I'm missing. But in the meantime, they are lacking, they are missing. And they're in darkness below Yedi'ah. And as we explained last week, We said last week, how does a person live with himself if they're lacking wisdom? So how are they going to live life? Don't they feel it? Don't they feel it in the consequences? I mean, it's one thing to know if you're not hungry. You don't know. But when you're exhausted and you can't move, at that point, don't you realize something is wrong? Follow the problem? Meaning it's one thing not to feel a hunger for wisdom. But at some point, it catches up with you. Because if you don't live with wisdom, you're making one mistake after another. You're destroying relationships. You're destroying your marriage. You're destroying your children. You're destroying so much in your life isn't there a point when you realize hey I'm missing something how could you continue after making mistakes and you still don't realize you need to learn something follow two separate points there's a natural desire for wisdom that we don't have but what about when we mess up then we should definitely wake up at that point, you should definitely realize, oh wow, I gotta start learning. I gotta start getting more chokhmah. How come even then, you'll find people that do not 
turn to learn when they're making one mistake after another. He says, We explained last week. We explained last week that the reason is that even as a person is falling and making mistakes and he knows that he's not doing right, even then, there is called Darke Hevel. Darke Hevel, as we mentioned last week, means they keep their mind occupied and they keep their time occupied in nonsense. We termed it the highway of nonsense. People live on the highway of nonsense. I think you're very familiar with it. I don't have to go tell you again some of the examples. I lost some friends last week. (laughs) The highway of nonsense. Occupying your time with nothingness. How can a person live without chokhmah? You need chokhmah to live a good life. Well, you have a highway of nonsense. You can go on it. And just do one nonsensical thing after another, and you won't even realize what you're missing. That's called darke hevel. That's why you can occupy yourself in things that don't matter and feel like you're actually full. That explains. That explains. Darke hevel explains how you could live your life without wisdom and not feel it because you're always on to something else doesn't mean anything and you feel like you're doing something you spend a whole day doing something but you really did nothing and you continue day after day on this highway and that's why you never feel like you're missing anything because you're constantly busy and you're constantly involved but at the end of the day, it's Tarkeh Hevel. Hevel means air. There's nothing here. All the Hevel, all the nonsense things that people do, that we do, were placed there to occupy us so that we don't feel the hunger of lacking wisdom. If you didn't have a highway of nonsense, one day you'd wake up and say, my life is empty. I got nothing going for me. What am I doing all day? I don't do anything. I got to start learning what to do. So in order not to have that great desire, Hashem occupies us daily with things that don't matter. Good? Because if not for those things, take away sports, take away entertainment, take away take away socializing, take away all the things that don't matter that we do. Guy would have hours and hours a day to do nothing. At some point, he's going to realize, oh wow, I think I need something here. Let me go learn something because I feel, I feel empty. In order not to feel empty, Hashem gives us darke hevel. Beautiful. But then he says also, you walk in the highway of nonsense and you walk in darkness. I believe the darkness is coming to explain something else. The darkness means, the first one is addressing how a person is able to occupy his time 
without wisdom. Highway of nonsense. So again, well, let's, let's go back. Darkeh Hevel is describing how a person could live being on empty. Answer, Hashem occupies you with nonsense. If you so wish, it's your free choice. The next issue is, but sometimes you actually fall. Sometimes you actually make very big mistakes and you pay the price for those mistakes. Sometimes the price you pay immediately. Sometimes the price comes after a week. Sometimes the price comes after a month. Sometimes after a year. But you know in life, you pay the price when you don't live with wisdom. No question about that. You pay the price. So at that point you say, okay. Finally, when you pay the price, then it's going to be obvious and you're going to have to turn to wisdom. When you messed up in your marriage once or twice, you say, you know something? Maybe I don't know everything. Let me go back to study wisdom so I know how to do this. When you messed up with your kids, you write, oh, you know, maybe now I realize. When you messed up with this, when you messed up with that, it's constant. We mess up all the time. So how can it be that even if you'll mess up, you still don't turn to wisdom? How, how could that be? What is the decoy over here that Hashem placed in front of us that even after we make a mistake, we still don't feel an urge to run to wisdom? How could it be? Answer, Afela. Hashem makes it dark. What does that mean, makes it dark? Let me, let me give you an example of making it dark. Making it dark means you don't see what's in front of you. A person in darkness, he touches something, he feels, he touches something, he feels it's something in his mind, but in reality it's something else. He doesn't know what it is. When you're in darkness, not only don't you see, sometimes you you touch something, you don't even know what it is. You think it's A, but it's B. So what happens in darkness, it's, it, 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 it's a, it will call it, it misleads a person. So to Hashem made darkness, that when you make a mistake, you'll always have something else to blame. And not your own lack of wisdom. That's a rule. Meaning, if you handle the situation wrong, You'll always have a reason to say, it's not that I handled it wrong. It's either, oh, you, you know who I'm dealing with? You know what they did? You know what they said? Right? There's always a reason. There'll always be a dark side. The darkness means an area that will explain your failure and it has nothing to do with your lack of wisdom. Follow? There's always going to be someone to blame or something to blame for your slip. And that system, it's a beautiful system. A person can make all the mistakes in life and fall on his face a hundred times and never once turn to, I need wisdom. Because he feels, what do you mean? If I had a normal father-in-law, I'd have a normal marriage. 
If my mother-in-law was normal, everything would be fine. If I had normal kids, everything would be okay. If I had a normal wife, everything would be fine. If I was, if I had more money, I would have been okay. You know why this happened to me? I don't have money. You know why this happened to me? Because I don't have good friends. If I had a normal friend, that wouldn't have happened to me. We always will have, always, when you fall, it has to be, when you fall, you'll always have someone or something to blame. That's called afila. Afila is darkness because there is who to blame. It's you. But you don't see it. You feel it's something else. And you'll start grabbing for solutions in other areas where the solution is within your own wisdom. It's easy, simple. That's called Darke Hevel Uba Afela. Because he's asking a question. He's saying, How is it possible? How long could you live without wisdom and not figure it out? That you need to learn something. How long could that take you? It's only a matter of time. He says, No. You'll, you'll be occupied in nonsense. And even when you slip, you'll find another reason why you slipped. And you'll never come to realize it's because your lack of wisdom. Because it's got to be free choice. If Hashem didn't make it this way, everybody would be rushing to wisdom. You'd have rooms and rooms. You'd have stadiums filled up, not with people hitting baseballs. You'd have stadiums with people looking to hear wisdom. They come, they're getting, they stay from the night before to get a ticket because they want to be in the front to hear words of wisdom. That will be a whole different world. That's the reason why it's not that way is because of this. Good? Clear? We live in a victim society. The society is victims. We're all victims because of the government or because of this or because of that you know why i'm not making money because people are taking advantage of me because because i'm this i'm is a bias they don't like dumb people they don't like everything today can be explained through somebody else's bias or prejudice that's the kind of world we live in to the to the point that even when it comes to teach myth could you imagine something more simple as myth you know there's a whole they have books today, they're trying to sell the schools. That myth, the way it's been taught for years, is racist. racist. We're teaching myth. Could you imagine a less opinionated, less irrelevant from myth? Today, you're laughing. They send you to the school. We want you to teach this because the way they teach myth till now is racist. Why is it racist? amongst other reasons, is because it's only catering to people who are intelligent. But that's what Jack is describing. We live in a victim society. If I don't do well on the math regions, not because of me, because the regions doesn't think about me. They think about somebody else. You follow? This is this, you know why I'm not making enough money? Not because I don't work hard enough. Not because I didn't stay up all night trying to figure out a plan. Because they're taking advantage of me. Because they don't let me have opportunities. Meanwhile, 
if you would have worked hard, you would have opportunity too. But you didn't do it. But it's somebody else's fault. That's the way our country today, it's not a hidush that people feel like victims. But today, it's the theme of the country. Today, it's the theme. It's not that you're not doing, it's that people are taking advantage of you. And that's why you're not successful. What's the difference between chokhmah, wisdom, and da'at? We say honen hadan. Answer is that wisdom is the raw information. When you learn something, the raw information is called chokhmah. But chokhmah could sit in your brain for a hundred years and never used. The word da'at describes wisdom that's being worked, that's being used. Applied wisdom is da'at. When you live with, with, when you learn about humility, it's called chokhmah. When you live with humility, it's called da'at. So when we ask Hashem, chokhmah bina vada'at, the word bina, by the way, you didn't ask me about that. Chokhmah is the raw wisdom. Bina is having clarity in the wisdom that you're able to learn and build on it. That's why it's called bina. Word bina is lashon bone. To build. When you're able to take the wisdom, the raw wisdom, and build on it, and learn, oh, so this also must be that. Oh, wow, that's similar to that. When you're able to do that, it's called bina. And then da'at means you're living with the wisdom that you learn. And that's why that's why when we come to the end of the beracha, although in the beginning we say, right? We end up, because the most important level is da'at. That's why it says in the Gemara, that any Talmid Hacham, any Talmid Hacham, who doesn't have Da'at, Gemara says a dead animal is better than him. So the obvious question is, how could you be a Talmid Hacham without Da'at? How did you get the title Talmid Hacham if you have no Da'at? If you have no Da'at, you're not a Talmid Hacham. What does it mean any Talmid Hacham who has no Da'at? Answer is, you could be a Talmid Hacham. Talmid Hacham, Chokhmah. You have a lot of you have a lot of Chokhmah. You can be a rabbi, you can be a Gadol Ador, and you have all the Chokhmah in you. You could spit off every Halakha, you could spit off every Gemara, you can know the page too, you know the top, you know the bottom, you know the middle, you know all of the wisdom. Somebody sits with, huh? Yes, yes, Hamor no says Farim. Matt, could you imagine it? He has all of Shas, all of Hamisha, Tanakh he has. Yeah, you put the, the set of Tanakh with Mikraot Gedolot. You put on him all of the Talmud, Bavli, and Yerushalmi. <laughs> all on his back. Yes, but guess what? He's still a Hamor. The Hamor didn't change. With all the books on his back, he's still a Hamor. A human could be a walking Hamor. How? He has a lot of wisdom. A lot. He'll be very impressive. If you sit to interview him to hire, you'll be very, very taken aback by his immense knowledge of every subject. You'll walk out of there saying, wow, amazing. And the guy could be a Hamor. 
How? Because he could be carrying all the wisdom. He's Talmud Hakam. A lot of wisdom. But doesn't live it. He'll give you drashot on anava, humility, and the most arrogant guy. He'll get up and talk about how it's great to be patient. Guy's the most angry person. You understand? So having the knowledge is chokhmah. Practicing it is called da'at. There's nothing more critical than da'at. Chokhmah, not only is it pav, having chokhmah without da'at, you become a stumbling block. You become da- a person who damages others. That's why it says an animal that's dead is better than you. Because at least the dead animal, it smells, you could see it, not nice. People stay away from it. But a Talmid Hakam with Chokhmah, he looks very appealing. Everybody sees him, wow, great. This is the guy I want to be close to. That's the guy I want to learn from. Me? He's deceiving. He is a stumbling block to people. That's why Gemara says the dead carcass is better than him. Because it warns everybody around, stay away from me. But this Talmid Hakam without that looks very inviting and appealing and misleads people to go down the wrong road. Good. You with me? Yes, sir. Honen means Hashem gives the gift. It's a gift. Like Hinam. A free gift. Now, he says, Vesof Davar. But realize that without wisdom, at the end of the day, sof davar, yiten din You're going to have to give judgment, and you're going to have to give an answer. Which means it's going to catch up with you. He's talking about in olam haba, but it's going to catch up with you way before that. It's going to catch up with you in this world too. In a very, very short time, you'll start paying the price of not having chokhmah. Yiten din ve'chashbon. You're going to have to give din. Like I said, din is not only when you after 120. Din is now when the consequences of the lack of wisdom catch up to you. Whenever a person stumbles in life, whenever a person feels down, Whenever a person has a relationship that's not doing so well, you have to know the first place to turn is your lack of chokhmah. That would be the greatest lesson of today's class. That when something goes wrong in your life, the first place to go is within yourself and realize it's your lack of wisdom. It could be that your wife is not easy. It could be that your children aren't easy. It could be your situation is complicated. But with wisdom, with wisdom, you could have turned it into something more beautiful than it is. At the end of the day, the end of the day, the Torah tells us that it is only we who control our destiny. The exact opposite of victim society. There's no victimhood in the Torah. The opposite. The Torah blames you for everything. So much so, even things that you didn't do, you get blamed for. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. 
Torah tells us in Sefer Yehoshua that the Jewish people began their uh, their their uh, conquering of Eretz Israel, and they started to go city by city. You have to remember, Eretz Israel was inhabited. It wasn't a forest. It was inhabited by many, many kings and many people. So they're going to go one by one to capture them. This was supposed to be a miraculous journey where they would just go in and they would beat them. And in fact, the first city, which was Yericho, Jericho, that city, they needed no soldiers, they needed no swords, they circled, they did hakafot. You know when we do hakafot? They did seven hakafot around the city, the walls fell down and they destroyed the city and they took it over. When they went to the next city, the next city is called Ai, Ain Yud, Ai. When they went to the Ai, all of a sudden, instead of a miraculous victory, the, 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 the people who went to capture it, they started to get killed. The, the Goim were killing the Jewish people that were coming to capture, which is normal in a regular war. You always have casualties in a war. But this is not supposed to be normal. You're supposed to go in and capture it. What's going on? So they knew right away something's wrong. It says that Yeshua fell on his face and he prayed to Hashem. So what happened? What happened? What's going on? Hashem told him, listen to these words. Hashem told him, Hata Yisrael. says the Jewish people messed up. They sinned. Hata Yisrael. And because they messed up in the previous war, in the previous war, they were commanded, you go into Yericho, you don't touch a dollar. You don't take a gold ring. You don't take diamonds. Not so easy. You just, you just take over an entire city. It's gone. And all the wealth. Is it, imagine the wealth of an entire city. Imagine the wealth of Deal, New Jersey is in your hand. And they tell you, but you can't touch a thing. Don't take, not, not a dollar, nothing. Hashem told Yeshua Binun, Hata Yisrael. I told them not to take, and they took. He tells them, Hata Yisrael. The Jewish people sinned, they messed up. And that's why they lost their Siata Dishmaya. They lost Hashem's help. What did they do? They lined up all the people that went. All the people. How many people took, as Avi said, how many people took from Yericho? One. His name was Achan. One guy. One Jew took from the spoils. One. What does Hashem tell Yeshua Benun? Hata Yisrael. They all sinned. We would say it's a great success if only one soldier messed up. All the other soldiers were good. Answer is, what's the answer? Answer is that everybody was responsible in some way for what he did. Either they could have told him if they saw him, or maybe the atmosphere was such that they allowed such a thing to happen. Sometimes 
by allowing the atmosphere to be a certain way, you allow things to happen. For example, you make a certain atmosphere, a certain type of party, and then people do the wrong thing. It's your fault. You made the atmosphere for that to happen. True, he did that, you didn't do it, but you made that atmosphere. You allowed it to happen, so you're called responsible. In Judaism, it's the opposite. Not only is there no victim, the opposite. Even when you didn't do it, we sometimes blame it on you. Good. So he's saying at the end of the day, it's going to catch up with you. You're going to feel the loss of wisdom. So every time in life, and with this I end, every time in life, something goes wrong. You're upset. You're down. You slipped. Anywhere in your life, just know it's your lack of wisdom that didn't know how to deal with it or didn't know how and you put yourself in this mess to begin with because of your lack of wisdom take responsibility and then you turn to your wisdom and try to fill it up and that's the right way to handle life slipping when you slip it's a lack of chokhmah have a good day gentlemen